We are at episode 18 already, which is absolutely crazy. Today, we are sitting down with our web developer manager extraordinaire. His name is David Riggs, running a company called Numa Media. Uh, and, and David is someone who has helped uh, Delroy and I tremendously when it comes to web presence, our whole funnel system, our entire database system, and and really just giving strategy to a lot of the bits and pieces we are already doing, but tying things together in a way that makes sense and can be, be scaled. Uh, so David is tremendously valuable to us, and I think you'll find this conversation really, really helpful as well. Quick announcement, we just passed over a thousand views or listens, I should say, uh, which is incredible. Thank you guys so much for listening, tuning in to Agent Daily Dose. We cannot thank you enough. And if you have found a value from this podcast, please, we would love if you would share it with at least one other person today who it could bring value to. And, uh, and we know we can reach more ears and change the game together. Thanks, guys. Enjoy this one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Agent Daily Dose podcast, where we talk about the day-to-day tips, tricks, stories, and insights to stay on top in the world of real estate. I'm Stu. And I'm Delroy. We're both top producing real estate agents who have doubled our business four times in four years, and now we're dedicated to moving our industry forward. Our digital mentorship program will equip you with courses, playbooks, resources, and improve your game to dominate your market. So be sure to subscribe, and thanks so much for tuning in. Everyone, welcome back. And today we have Mr. David Riggs, who has not only saved my life and Delroy's life when it comes to web development, all things funnel creation, Facebook and social media ads. I mean, this guy, full disclosure, David runs uh, Numa Media, which is the organization behind everything we do digitally when it comes to our websites and all of our traffic we generate and all of our marketing that we push out in the digital space. He's someone we respect highly when it comes to these trends. And so now we're, we're bringing him on the pod for a quick pod today just to talk about some of his insights and some of the things after servicing, you know, dozens and dozens of clients in a multitude of industries um, that he's seeing from just a digital marketing side. So we're going to get a little nerdy today and uh, and a little bit more detailed than some of our other pods. Uh, but welcome, David. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm excited. Definitely. So let's just jump right into, I mean, we can almost share a little bit about our experience a bit um, if you'd like, but I guess first question out the gate is considering, you know, that we're in real estate and this is a real estate podcast, um, what are you seeing from the standpoint of just digital marketing and the landscape shifting, right? I think a lot of, a lot of times, uh, maybe, I don't know, two, three, certainly five years ago, um, people didn't even have a website. And now, You've got a website, you've got Facebook ads, you've got social media promotions, you've got multiple things running in the digital space, right? How, how do you like help a client that comes to you and says, I just need help, like what what should I do? I've got X amount of money, tell me what to do, David. <laughs> I love it, yeah, so it starts, marketing support sales. So marketing is gonna support your revenue generating activities. So if you look at the revenue of a company, there has to be a good sales process and a good marketing process. So when a lot of these clients come, you know, we'll work with people in home services to real estate, to tech in SaaS. They, they come and they want something that is going to help them drive revenue, but they don't have the real sales process in, in focus. And what I've always told people is that the internet is one giant lead gen funnel tool. It's endless because in the past you didn't have the internet, you knew who you knew and your, your 
quote unquote phone, whoever's in your contacts, th- those are the people you could reach out to for business. You, you would get referrals, but that was about it. Nowadays, LinkedIn, social in general, you know, you have almost an untapped, unlimited list of quote unquote shots at potential clients or people that you can work with, people that can help you grow a business. And what I've always told people is don't get so excited that there's millions of people you can go after. Build a system that's going to help you close as many of those as possible. So if a mm-hmm. client comes to us, it's not, hey, what website do you think is really, really pretty that we can work on? It's, hey, let's take a step back. How are you actually making money? How do you think the internet's going to help you with that process? What's our offer online? You know, what's going to get people through the quote unquote digital door to give you their email, which we'll talk about in a second. And ultimately recreating that. It's a little different. You know, and I think about it 30, 40 years ago to be successful in business, you had a good brick and mortar location. People were coming in and out, but you had certain offers in that store to get people to pay you and become a customer. Mm. Same thing is a website, right? We have to give them the offer to come through the door and actually get excited about something. So two things to unpack that are crucial here. One, shiny object syndrome is a real thing. It's especially a real thing in real estate. <laughs> if, if there's shiny object syndrome, we just have blinding light syndrome where everything looks amazing like it's going to solve all our problems. And we go there, we spend our money, and it fucking doesn't, right? And I'm pitched websites either from a cold email or phone calls, cold phone calls, um, or just through Instagram DMs at least once a week. But certainly, you know, upwards of five, six times a month. Um, And, you know, they all look pretty. They all look really cool. Um, I know in the back of my mind, they're not going to change my entire business model unless I set something up that is going to be that value offering. Key piece number two that I wanted to unpack because so many people in real estate do not focus on is your website just there to be a glorified business card or is it there to actually work for you? Yeah, it. 20 years ago, maybe it was a glorified business card because the tech was so not advanced that you couldn't do much more than just throw a photo up and say, hey, there's there's the website, right? But today, people forget the different purposes it can serve. I think a lot of maybe agents, but just business owners in general look very short term. How can this website help me get X amount of revenue in the next four, five, six months? And it's more of a long-term game, right? Because the a part of that that's key is owned media. Whenever they land on that website there, you know, there's different Google Analytics tags, Facebook Pixel tags. I, they're, they're getting hit with me over and over with advertising, with emails. And then if they sign up for a free assessment, if they sign up for a number of different things. Ultimately, you know, I have the email, I have the owned media. Facebook could disappear. Instagram could disappear. Sadly, I hope LinkedIn could disappear. I hope not. You know, Clubhouse, all these socials could go away let's say websites, WordPress, all those different platforms went away. I have a list on my computer of like 2,200 business owners that have contacted us through the website that have at one point or another shown interest in doing business with us. I think that's where people overestimate because they want to get big on Instagram, get big on social. The owned media is where you have the most leverage. You can put them in a list and continue to talk to them over and over and over. What I think people misunderstand is they hit, you know, at any given time, 3% of your market's probably ready to buy. But you know, all 90 or 100 of you are probably going after that 3% at the same time. If you don't take a step back and go after, you know, I think the next 7%, which will buy in the next month to six months, you're going to miss out on long-term revenue. So sales will be good for month to month, but you're playing, uh, you know, you're, you're like a hamster on a wheel, right? You got to back up and look at the bigger picture. That's where websites and the marketing come into play that, you know, sales are good for month two, three, and four. Marketing's good for month four to 12. And then brand, you know, how you position yourself, how people think of you, 
that's your year to five to 10 years. That's what's going to make you the most money over time. Amazing. And and to unpack that a little further, right? We, we talk about planting in the spring, harvesting in the fall, right? We're, we're not a uh, business. This the real estate brokerage specifically is not a business that generates opportunities immediately every single day that turn into closed business every single day. It has a longer term uh, life cycle to close business and it has a longer term life cycle to establish actually ownership, you're using your word, of, of your database where you know, not only are you trying to funnel these people into your maybe website and email list and 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 own the own the media, but you're also trying to eventually own the relationship. That's the goal. Um, we have whittled down our primary list between myself and Delroy to only 53 people that we, if they buy or sell with anyone else or they prefer anyone else, that is a problem to us. But utilizing, like you said. The branding, the marketing, and then the day-to-day drivers of, of how you actually get in front of people like social media or a website to get those people, those 53 individuals to be in our lane, in our lane only, it all adds up. And so looking at this from, David has really helped us look at this from a holistic level of almost that pyramid is the shape that coming to my mind of, you know, the pillars that create long-term sustainability with your clients and the new clients coming into your life. Because at the end of the day, real estate, like anything else that's sales oriented, uh, is a numbers game. And it, and it doesn't really take, you know, you knowing a million people to sell a lot of real estate. It takes you, you know, utilizing those those sales drivers, the marketing and your brand to turn potential customers into long-term clients. A hundred percent. And I think, I like numbers because I'm a numbers person, right? So our number that I always quote internally is 320. And what that stands for is 320 outbound touches a day will push us to about five to six new clients a month. And it's worked like clockwork for the past two or three quarters. And it's, uh, if you have the systems in place, you can do it. But no one person on our team is sending 320 messages. You know, Mm -hmm. we have some on LinkedIn, we have some on email, we have some cold call even. And we're diversifying that type of scenario that if LinkedIn would away, you know, okay, maybe we're down to 260, but we're still rolling. We're still going. So I think it's always important to look at the inputs too, that every month you're going to be able to look at, you know, what did I close this month? And at least in our world, what did I build to a client this month? And that's honestly not a great way to look at it because if you're just looking at build, you're forgetting the first 80%. And I always tell people, especially new agency owners like me five years ago, you don't celebrate when you win the deal, celebrate when you book the first discovery call. Yep. Because the process starts there and winning someone over booking a deal or booking a call and closing a deal, closing the deal is you put in the work that's done. You can quick celebrate, right? Go grab dinner, get back and focus on filling the top of the pipeline again and again and again. And I think that's where it's, it's funny, but the health of your business, especially if you're service based that you're servicing clients Hey, if you pulled up your calendar and show me how many sales calls you have next month, I can tell you how healthy your business is because that is what the, the purpose of marketing sales is to do. Get people on your calendar to be interested. You either play the numbers game, the referral game, both if you're smart and get people coming to you interested in working with you over time. Man, big time there. And honestly, there I've always wondered, like since I got into real estate, why so much celebration on the closing? It's cool. It's a conclusion. The closing to me is not exciting at all. Like I, I don't even, I, I rarely even go to closings anymore to be frank. Um, you know, I, I go if I, you know, COVID is, is kind of shut things down a little bit, but it's just another kind of step in the process. That's automatically not about anything related to growth. 
I want to service that client, have them know that I'm, you know, that from, you know, theirs for life and you can count on me, I have the best customer service, yada, 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 right? But that has nothing to do with how I'm going to actually turn into more revenue for my business in that appointment. That has nothing to do with that. So um, it's so funny. We focus on the closing so much in our industry. The other thing too, uh, here's a number I'm obsessed with, 47 minutes which is the cumulative amount of time it's been proven in our industry to uh, be in front of your customer before they convert to a buyer or seller. So they either have to read your content, watch your videos, be in front of you at a coffee meeting, uh, you know, or consume your content in some form for a cumulative total of 47 minutes before they convert to be a buyer or seller. That is an outstanding statistic to isolate because you know, I think, and this is maybe an unconventional opinion, but in real estate, really it's all about, you gotta make your calls, you gotta get in front of the audience, you gotta just hammer the phones or, or door knock or whatever. Yes, those things can work, but let's maybe, the, the greater picture is to focus on your vital few who become your your uh, support, almost your sales staff in a way. They, they are referring you business, they're doing business with you. Um, if your if, customers aren't your best salespeople, you're doing something wrong. Right. And, 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 and they even have to consume 47 minutes of your content. So like, think about that from your, if you're looking at your business and trying to, you know, just hammer the phones 300 times a day, one, you're going to get burnt out. You're not going to be able to uh, withstand that type of demand every day in that output Two. There is a more sustainable way to do this business just by what you said, automating, building the system to take care of that input that needs to happen on the front end to build the funnel, to have the pipeline, to do the business you want. Yep. A hundred percent. And it's 30 years ago, you may have had to do 300 calls because that was the only thing you had to do. And I think people have the misperception that they have to do that same thing today, you know, a smart business owner, if they're running a business and they are the owner of the business, especially that we work with, we're talking four to five hours a day. And most of it is is talent recruitment. It is putting out fires, which a founder or owner has to do. But a majority of, you know, legion, appointment booking, getting people in, using the assets like, you know, a website, a funnel, marketing brochures, marketing material in general, having those things automatically work for you, not against you. You know, you should be waking up with a couple booked calls every day. And it's not going to take tomorrow to do that. And I think that's where a lot of people get caught up. They make an ebook, they put out a website, you know, two weeks later, they're like, yeah, nothing's come through. It's not working. Like yeah. it takes time. Right. And I think one of the funny things today, we, we had a call with a client. We're probably going to go into like a six or nine month deal. And that's because the understanding on both sides is that it will take six to nine months to see results. But if we see results at month nine, we may be on for another three years because it takes that long to see results. And I think a lot of people, it's one of those things that you have to do, do it right the first time and then sit and wait. You know, it's similar to investing in the stock market. You're not going to put a dollar in tomorrow and get $5 out in two weeks. It's going to take time. You're going to have to let it wait. It may go up, may go down. You may have some problems in between, but I Unless think- Unless you invest in GameStop, right? I mean, that's, exactly. that you're always going to make money. <laughs> <laughs> you get lucky, right? But um, I think that's the one thing. Any, anything marketing sales approach, especially on the digital side of things, right? Think of it as a numbers game, but think of it as an inputs game. You know, have your assets in place, have your digital quote unquote door, your website ready to go to accept people. Because the other thing I always tell people, similar to your 47, 72 to 75% of people are going to search you online before doing business with you. And a lot of people, you know, 
your website doesn't tell you when it lost you a deal. It tells you when you help close a deal and you get really excited, but no one really knows that, you know, is my website devalidating what I do because it looks like it was built by a fourth grader. You know, that's Mm -hmm. a problem. Same thing goes for social. Same thing goes for marketing. Same thing really goes for how you present yourself online, which is why the small stuff like that, you know, you have a nice graphic designer helping you build some of the assets. Does it look professional so that on the 75% of people that look you up, they're like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like this is, this is good. And it gives them a certain feeling that you're going to, you know, if you put that much trust and impact into your own business, imagine what you could do for a client. So I have my own opinion on this because David is obviously someone who we employ, but what would you say to the, the real estate agent and operator of maybe a small team or, or someone, you know, they're, they're doing a, a consistent amount of business. Maybe they have a website. Um, do they need someone to, manage it or can they tackle this all themselves and build this out themselves on a day-to-day level and just and and have it as part of their daily business life yeah that's a good question i think it comes down to a couple of things right time you know how much time do you have in the business right now do you have a set of hands that can really do this but to education right if someone doesn't know marketing sales online sales specifically or online marketing even if they have 80 hours a week it's not going to turn out pretty it takes time to figure out right so i always tell people if you're starting out or if you want more of a DIY approach, go find someone in your market or someone that you know that's good at this. Pay them a nice small fee monthly for consulting. Make sure they're pointing you in the right direction every single month to get things taken care of. That is a great way to get started, especially if you have the time, really the energy to make it happen. You just need to be pointed in the right direction. Almost think of it like a personal trainer. If you go to the gym, it's a trainer for your business, right? You go find the right person. But two, you know, if you want to start integrating it, The first thing I always tell people before they even go online or go digital, right? The sales process, but even a step before that, know your customer, know your audience. Like, who are you actually trying to go to? Men ages 18 to 24 that watched NBA games. That's not a target audience. That's that's nothing, right? That's probably multi-millions of people and you have no idea what breaks down. But I always tell people go there first. And then, you know, if it works and you see some leverage there, you're putting in a dollar, you're getting a buck 50 out every six months, leverage it put a full team behind there, go find an agency that you trust and really scale it up. But I always tell people, prove it on a small scale. There is nothing wrong with taking a weekend, figuring out a little bit about online or digital marketing, finding someone or hiring someone or finding a consultant that's going to help you or using that knowledge to go into an agency relationship and knowledgeably know what to ask for and what's important to them and really go there. But long story short, start small, scale big, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You're not, if you spend a hundred thousand dollars on marketing tomorrow and you don't know marketing, you're not getting that hundred thousand dollars back. Spend 50 on Facebook ads for a month. See what happens. Bump it to 60, test your creative, see what works, see what doesn't work. Um, it doesn't have to be big numbers to figure it out, especially with Facebook, you know, $60 a month could do some impact on your business. And then if it works, bump it to 100. Um, it's one of the things, especially online marketing, you start small, you start what you know and slowly learn and scale out. A year, two years, you could have a really good asset that continually drives business for you. I think that is awesome, awesome advice because what that does is it hits the multiple types of business owner who is listening to this podcast. And and we have more than just agents who frankly listen to the Agent Daily Dose podcast. And, you know, no matter where you are, this is something you have to take seriously whether it's yourself investing your time, effort, and resources, or you're, you're delegating and hiring and just managing the process, 
you know, you've got to be equipped to understand this conversation if you're looking for growth in your business these days. And if you're looking to, uh, you know, really pivot into other channels that maybe aren't as obvious. And so that was, you know, just quickly on us, like that was us. We, we really needed to level up our digital presence in a way that was more strategic than what we had been doing. And, uh, and David helped, uh, you know, with the strategy there and the implementation because we hire him. Um, but you know, if you, if you are doing the implementation yourself, there's nothing wrong with that, but you know, make sure you have the resources, namely time to devote to that and, and, and keep an eye on it. Otherwise it, it, it won't be a success because it's going to do nothing if no one's watching that. So um, David, where can people find you or find out more about you if they want to ask a question, anything of that nature? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the website that you're looking at there is a good spark or start for the business. Um, active on LinkedIn as well. That's where I've kind of built my own corner of the internet. Uh, and Twitter as well. If you go there and find me, I think Twitter and LinkedIn are both D William Riggs. And then the website is there. Perfect. Thank you everyone for tuning in. And thank you, David, so much for your time this evening. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Success! You've made it to the end of the episode and because of this, we want to give you a reward. So head over to www.agentdailydose.com and enter the coupon code PODCAST for 10% off our standard membership rate. We look forward to getting to know you more in the community.